your identity as a counselor on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Dale Johnson, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. And today we are delighted to have with us uh, Bill Shannon, who is uh, the pastor over discipleship counseling at Grace Community Church in Sun Valley, California. Uh, he's been there for 38 years, and praise the Lord for that. He's been on staff for, for 32, I think it is, Bill. And uh, he's an ACBC certified member. Many of you are very familiar with Bill. You know him well. Uh, he's also a, a supervising fellow. One, one interesting thing I'll mention about Bill that I really appreciate is Bill does a lot of uh, supervising as a fellow, and I'm so grateful because I really think that that's one of the most critical stages of the process of counseling training is being supervised and being having someone like Bill who's dedicated to supervising. In fact, I'll say that uh, he's been almost primarily responsible for training and supervising most of the certified members that we have in England. And he has been dedicated uh, not just to people at his church um, and throughout the U.S., but has a heart for England as well, has a really good relationship there with some of the folks that we're building good relationships with to uh, to see biblical counseling and ACBC spread into that part of the world. So, Bill, I'm grateful that you're here and grateful we could catch up to have this conversation today. Thank you, Dale. It's wonderful to be here. It's uh a sadness that uh, the whole conference can't be at uh, Grace Community Church this year, but uh, we still have a future. That's right. We were looking forward to being here at Grace Community and in beautiful Southern California. And so I'm so grateful that we had a chance to catch up even still. And we're going to chat today about your breakout session and uh, some of the things that, that you were wanting to share and that you did share um, digitally. And interesting way that you shape some of the questions. I really appreciate this because often we as counselors are asking questions about our human nature and about understanding the heart as it relates to our counselee, the way we think about data gathering. And, and we, we look at it from that perspective. But I love the way that now you're asking this question about the counselor. You're wanting us to, to do proper self-evaluation. You're wanting us to understand who we are. You're wanting us to um, ask proper questions that really help us to stay grounded as it relates to our work in counseling. So I, I want to start there, Bill, as we think about ourselves as counselors, who are we? I mean, if we ask ourselves that question, who, who am I? What are some of the ways that we should think through that? Well, first of all, I think we need to understand that we're really not any different than the person that we're counseling. They've all been made in the image of God, in the image of Christ, and we want to see them grow in the grace and knowledge of that. And we all didn't uh, uh, start where we are now. Mm -hmm. It took a matter of time. It took a matter of study. It took a matter of knowing who Christ is and walking with him. I love uh, Galatians 6.1. It says, you are a spiritual restore such one in a spirit of gentleness. Very important to be able to do that for someone else. But at the same time, it says, but watch to yourself. Mm -hmm. who, who are you? Mm -hmm. who, how are you handling these various issues and problems and, and sin issues? Because we're all tempted. And, and who am I to pontificate mm -hmm. to somebody who's come into my counseling room and I'm not doing the things that, uh, that I'm telling them to do? I think of that, especially for my relationship with my wife. How can I tell another man, you need to love your wife like this, which I just got finished telling somebody mm -hmm. that you need to love her this way. And I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really 
wouldn't be a much of a counselor, first of all. And and then I got to stand before the Lord and he's going to say, but you knew. And, and I, I got to say, yeah, I did. And I didn't do it. So those kinds of things, I think we as counselors need to take an account of ourselves mm-hmm. and be careful that we are doing the things that we should be doing before we even try to tell others to do them. Not that we're perfect, but that we should be watching out for that. I, I think that's a good caution because uh, even so, for so many of us, we we place value in who we think we are, or the culture. Uh, and this is a wonderful distinction, I think, between biblical counseling and what we would consider to be uh, a more secular branded style of counseling is uh, many of us may um, think of ourselves as some sort of expert. I mean, we've gone through some sort of training. We, we've we dealt with issues. Maybe we've been doing this for a long time and we find ourselves in somewhat of a rut in the ways in which we deal with people or issues or whatever. And uh, we, we start to think of ourselves maybe in some of the ways that secularists do, that we're the expert and they came to to, uh, to talk to us and that sort of thing. And, um, and, and we begin to puff ourselves up. So I think this is a good reminder for us to, to ground ourselves into recognizing, um, you know, we're no different than the person sitting across from us. I love the way in wisdom that you described that, that, um, for us, the Lord has been patient. The Lord has been kind to, to grow us to the place that we are now. And, uh, we need to be patient and kind with this person as we help them to walk, uh, because they're no different than us. And so as we try to keep a good examination on our own heart as as counselors, what are some of the heart issues that, that are consistently involved that we need to examine, that we need to maybe even uh, pay attention to as a good warning? Well, I think that uh, scripture in Proverbs 4.23, it says, look unto yourself or look at your own heart to be watchful for those things. Uh, because we can be we can be tempted in all things, and, and what do I have that I haven't been given by God Himself? You know, He's He's given me the talent, the wisdom, the ability to read all of those kinds of things, and uh, I want to make sure that uh, I'm checking those things out in my own heart. Mm. So what do I have to be careful for is everything. Mm. <laughs> uh, it, it says there in Galatians six two, I got to look unto myself that I too can be. Um, uh, tempted in those things. And so I, I think my walk or, or any counselor's walk, and I'm going to put it in those terms is any counselor who's, who's trying to give out wisdom from God's word needs to be applying that to themselves first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we just had a message in Sunday and none of you are going to have this in context, but um, the whole idea of, of walking with Jesus for three years, three and a half years, whatever it was, Uh, And you had a man who was a total fraud, Mm -hmm. complete, absolute fraud. Mm -hmm. And um, I, 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 you know what, I, I, I'm scary about some people that I know who are in ministry and I, I know that they are, and I'm not even talking about the real wackos. I'm talking about some people who think that they are walking with the Lord and uh, they really aren't examining their own heart. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Second oh, Corinthians 13, five, test yourselves to see whether you be in the faith or did you not know? And, and I'm not trying to scare people that, you know, you need to now go run to the, to, to uh, the cross or something. But I want to, to us as counselors to make sure we're uh, looking at ourselves with regards to what the scriptures have to say. Yeah. I think that's important that we can uh, have a disposition of humility where we're modeling that even for our, our counselees that I think of myself, even, even in parenting, right. Where, Man, there are so many issues that that I try to teach my kids overtly, where I'm trying to to uh, give them wisdom and understanding about certain things in life. But one of the most critical ways that I that I think I teach my kids is the times when I have to ask their, for their forgiveness or I have to repent. 
um, because I've done something that was was not becoming of Christ. And and I think that's important for us, even in the counseling room, that, that um, you know, we, we make sure that we're paying attention. We have a watchful eye on our own heart. It's really easy to look in the corridor of somebody else's heart without paying attention to our own. I, I would argue that Matthew 7 is probably one of the most critical counseling passages that we have where um, the counseling is the business of us paying attention to the hearts of other people. Uh, but if we're not taking the logs out of our own eye first, how in the world are we going to see properly uh, when we peer into the, to the life of someone else? So as we think about some of those problems that we can certainly face, because we're human beings, we're not perfect by any stretch. We're all continuing to grow. Uh, what are some of the solutions that we um, can can try to seek after uh, to keep ourselves uh, sharp, to keep keep ourselves uh, humble, to keep ourselves compassionate as we relate to other people, uh, and we focus on our ministry of counseling and doing it well. Dale, even before I get there, I was thinking that Matthew passage that you just mentioned. You get to the end of that chapter in verse twenty one, mm-hmm. and and there's a, a a clarion call for for us to watch out, and it even talks about. Um, being busy in ministry, prophesying in his name and all of those kinds of things. And, and then it says in verse 23, it says, I never knew you. Mm. Those would be the worst words to ever hear. So in order not to hear those things, not that I'm working for my salvation, mm. but also at the same time to make sure that I'm walking with the Lord, I, I need to check my heart when I'm going to be counseling. If I'm counseling on homosexuality at um, just because I'm not a homosexual or been tempted by that, I still need to know what God has to say about it and at the same time call them to obedience on that and and to be watchful for my own soul uh, and not look down at them. Uh, I think sometime even in that particular issue, sometimes those of us who are not homosexual look down at those kind of people. And when I say, no, I, I need to make sure that they understand what God has to say about it, not Bill Shannon. Mm-hmm. What, Bill, what Bill Shannon has to say about it doesn't mean anything. What God has to say about it means everything. So those kinds of things um, uh, I want to be care, uh, circumspect about. And for, you know, husband-wife relationships and those kinds of things, I want to make sure that I am doing um, the things that I'm supposed to be doing as a husband and loving my wife. The solutions come in. Um, in the sense that uh, what Ephesians 4 says, I got to put off certain things. Mm-hmm. Um I just spoke to a man this morning and, and what he needs to put off is his pride and his relationship with his wife because he thinks he's smarter than she is. He thinks he knows all the answers. And, and I said, you know, you got this great wife over here who loves the Lord and, and you, you got to seek her out uh, on a regular basis. And, and he's struggling with it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite amazing that you, you could be called, you calling yourself a Christian and you can't even listen to your wife when it comes to making decisions in your family. Mm-hmm. It, Bill, you've been doing this a long time, and I, I'm always just very intrigued when I sit with gentlemen uh, like you and to hear wisdom from you. As you talk to some of our counselors who are listening out there, it's easy to get in a rut as a counselor. It's easy to, in anything you do, to lose sort of passion that you once had at the very beginning. Give us some words of wisdom and warning as it relates to some of those ruts that maybe over years and decades of ministry you found yourself uh, uh, falling into at some point uh, that you can warn other counselors about along the way. Oh, this goes back to a long time ago. I was actually talking to Bob Smith about this and, and um, Bob Smith was out here for a while at uh, Grace Community Church and, 
And uh, I said, you know, you hear the same thing over and over again from somebody, a husband wife relationship, and you're hearing the same thing. You can sort of lull yourself to sleep mm-hmm. uh, and, and just say, well, this is what you need to do. And, you know, read this, do this and, and see me next week. No, I, 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 I think you need to take a passion in getting to know who those people are. Mm-hmm. A matter of fact, just before I came up here, I was sitting down with somebody, I haven't counseled them yet. Mm-hmm. I said, I just want to get to know who you are. Yeah. And I want, I want to sit in a comfortable way to figure out uh, what's going on in your life. Um, we have to take an interest in them. Uh, God Almighty takes an interest in them. He sent his only begotten son for them. That's right. So I, I need to take that kind of interest. And it can't be just a, uh, you know, we got one hour and, and then you need to move on. One hour and you need to move on. Uh, if it takes more than that, I've got another couple coming over on Saturday. Hey, we'll just have breakfast together and we'll talk about life and we'll talk about loving our wives and we'll talk about those kinds of things. That's, I think you, you, you need to get beyond just the prescribed time in the office because it becomes more clinical than it does in becoming something that can actually cause somebody to grow and mm-hmm. see that you really care for them. Yeah. I think that's important. I mean, just like if you're dealing with anxiety, it, it, we can get in such a rut to say, well, we know all the passages about anxiety mm-hmm. and we've seen people present issues of anxiety for, you know, tons of times and, and this is what you need to do. And it's worked on all these other people. And we miss the element of relationship with people that yeah. um, the way they come about their problems and their issues is often very different circumstances in life. And in the context of their life is quite different, not that the truths are any different for this person. So, yeah, I think that's so helpful to think about as we grow in Christ, we're growing in compassion, we grow in mercy and to never forget what it means to, to truly have a relationship with people. Uh, and th- those are the things that make the, the critical differences. Bill, this has been a very helpful conversation, you know, on our podcast where we often talk about how to think about counseling an individual or some sort of topic in that way. It's always good to remind ourselves that we need to be examining ourselves as we walk into the counseling room, make sure that we are consistent as we walk with Christ as well. So thank you so much for the conversation and being here today. Well, thank you, Dale. This is always a pleasure and not only a pleasure, but a privilege. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope this week is a good week for you folks. Very good. Thank you, sir. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. I mentioned earlier today that Bill Shannon is has been one of our influential fellows, and that just reminded me, I want to encourage you, if you've been listening to the podcast and maybe you're acquainted with ACBC and, and you've been thinking about doing certification, I think you should probably pursue certification. And you can find out about that certification process on our website. And the beautiful thing about certification is you have an opportunity uh, once you get to the end of your study and training and observation of counseling you get to meet a supervisor just like Bill Shannon and I want to encourage you that this process is as important as anything else that you get to meet and greet with uh, a wise counselor who's been doing it for years to supervise you through the process over 50 hours uh, in the certification process where You'll fill out case report forms and you'll have conversations with them. You'll learn from their wisdom. Uh, They'll give you tips. They'll correct you where uh, necessary. They'll uh, help you to understand how to see people and then how to apply the scriptures well as you work with people to to help them. So I want to encourage you to pursue the certification process. And again, you can find out more information about the full process at biblicalcounseling.com.